Do you think that your younger self mm-hmm. would feel betrayed if you knew that 25 years later you would be reading the contents of this very private diary <laughs> to a crowd of, you know. Dozens of listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think you probably would. Yeah. I think if somehow 25 years ago I'd known that in 25 years I would even think about doing something like mm-hmm. this, I would have destroyed the diary immediately. <laughs> That is very funny. I mean, I think that anybody would. It's a diary. It's my it's my private thoughts. I was clearly like I had some some anxiety about people reading it yeah. and finding it. And so much anxiety, I think, that I wasn't fully using it as like a, a repository for my deepest personal thoughts mm-hmm. because I there was always that chance. I, I mean, when I say that I think my younger self wouldn't appreciate this going on, that's based on the fact that I don't. I think any any twelve year old who was keeping a diary, if they somehow magically knew that in twenty five years their diary would be read on the internet, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want that. Yeah, of course they wouldn't want that. Yeah, I mean I can't betray my younger self because it's me. Yeah, I am him. I am making this decision mm-hmm. of my own volition twenty five years later to make this private diary public. And I have to think if impossibly you your current self were to talk to your younger self impossible for now and you said to him listen i know these are your innermost thoughts Mm -hmm. these are things you would never want anyone else to see but in 25 years for the most part you won't care yeah maybe i wonder how he would have responded yeah in the same sort of way that we talked about me going to the dentist last week or, mm-hmm. or sometime around this age. I was, I was at the orthodontist and they said to me, look, you can either get braces now mm-hmm. and fix what's wrong with your teeth, fix your bite, or later down the line, you're going to have mouth troubles. Mm-hmm. I remember very clearly at that time thinking like, <laughs> like, yeah, let's let it ride. Yeah. I mean, there's no yeah. down the line like that's ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah. you know, it seemed like adulthood just seemed like an impossibility. Yeah. It was so far away that it did not matter. Yeah. And now I've got trouble with my bite. So like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have reached that point yeah. in my life that the orthodontist was talking about, uh-huh. you know, 20 so years ago. Yeah. Where like my, the way my bite is messed up is affecting my teeth health. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think actually if I sat down with my younger self, mm-hmm. if I traveled back in time or we were speaking through some sort of wormhole or a device or like yeah. a radio in frequency Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i was like look i'm gonna read your diary out loud anyone will be able to hear it yeah in 25 years right less because that's interesting less because you at 12 would have recognized like okay these thoughts now seem very private but i trust my older self that they won't be and more that Mm. 25 years that's more than half the life i've existed so far like who cares what happens in 25 years i think you would have to maybe do i would have to do a little convincing but i think that it would be possible to be like listen little me in where you are in your life right now feels very important Uh but even in five years it's gonna feel like it didn't matter yeah 10 years for sure 25 years it is like irrelevant to Mm -hmm. who you are today yeah i don't know yeah would i be doing this if i felt like i was betraying my younger self i mean is it a betray if it is a betrayal of my younger self what does that mean that i'm willing to do this to the the lad i once was i think we all think as we mature we know better so like you learn and you mature and you grow it and the assumption is that you know better than you knew then so it doesn't matter because what you know now trumps what you thought then yeah and i think 
I've just had this thought. You know, part of this is entertainment. Part of this is to spend time with you, oh. Tori. But part of this is to learn about myself. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, today, is more important than what my little self's thoughts yeah. might have been about this. Interesting. So I could look through this diary on my own, uh-huh. in private. I could look through it with you. Uh-huh. But I think because we're doing it in this format, yeah. I'm learning things about myself and like I'm, I'm like we're, we're coming across ideas and concepts that we this is the only way we could do it. Mm-hmm. So like I'm willing to sacrifice the privacy yeah. of my 12 year old self mm-hmm. in the name of the growth for my present day self. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I would like to hope that my 12 year old self would be OK with that. Mm-hmm. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy now he's reading it again reading it for you maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jetta Diaries Jetta Diaries That's the name of this podcast And now the song is through Last week, uh, Little Jed wrote in the diary Lots of killing is going on And we may have figured out what he was referring to My sister, who today is getting her master's degree In social work Congratulations, Kelsey. So congratulations, Kelsey. Texted me and let me know that we were kind of in the midst of the Bosnian War at this point. And I think the U.S. was starting to to become engaged. Yep. Yeah, this is the time of year, you know, mid-May that colleges, Mm -hmm. a lot of college graduation ceremonies are happening. Yeah. But we still have like a month or so to go. We do. school. Mid-June. Poor kids. I know. (laughs) But then we'll be graduating ourselves. From sixth grade. From sixth grade. We've probably mentioned this, but elementary school went from kindergarten through sixth grade. Yeah. And then middle school was seventh and eighth grade. That would change later, but at the time, you graduated from sixth grade, and then you went to the big school. Yeah, I've been thinking about this lately. I feel like this podcast is going to have two distinct feels to it. Yeah. Because I know, I remember little, but what I do remember (laughs) is that seventh grade was much harder for me than sixth grade. Me too. And like, your priorities really change uh, a great deal. But for now, blissfully continuing on in sixth grade... Mm -hmm. This is week 20 of the Jedi Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Pocket. Let's get into it. Let's jump right in. May 15th. I am tired. <laughs> Josie is an a-hole. <laughs> Tori came over. Oh, I wonder what kind of time we had. I had barrels of fun at Matt's. Oh. <laughs> just glossed right I'm over. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tori's here. <laughs> Let me tell you more about Matt's. <laughs> Matt's cat scratched me. Oh, so the rabbit peed on you. The cat scratched you. Doesn't sound like you had a great time. Yeah, well, I don't know what's, what's fun about that. <laughs> yeah. It hurt. <laughs> Dad came back. I played KQ5 again. Ooh. <laughs> Do you remember this? I don't remember that. <laughs> what day you remember we, coming over on, a, on a Saturday, Saturday. in mid May, nineteen Do you remember me kind of talking about the wonderful time I had at Matt's the night before, maybe? You remember, know. Do you remember coming over and being like, 
I mean, this is fun and all, but I wish Jed would kind of shut up about, shut up about the meds. time he had. Well, but you you know what? You did say last week yeah. that you remember hearing about oh, the hanging stuff I out do. the window. So maybe you've been a part is, of it. I mean, this, this, this checks me. out. Yeah, maybe because we were all like three best friends. But I do remember when you and Matt would hang out. There was probably some jealousy. But more than that, there was like this sense of wonder. The way you would both describe what you got up to, it just sounded like the most exciting <laughs> And this continued later when we oh. made videos. I remember like the videos you guys made together always seemed like worlds beyond what I was doing with either of you. Yeah, I don't think they were. Maybe not, but they seemed might, full of possibility. Yeah, that might say more about you Probably. than it did about us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget, I'm writing this diary right before bed, Yeah, which means that I spent the night at Matt's, which right. means I came home from Matt's mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Did whatever I did. Mm-hmm. You came over. You left. Mm-hmm. I go to my diary. And whatever we did, I immediately dismiss as right. not worth recording. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still thinking about <laughs> all the animals that abused me at Matt's house. <laughs> you also do love animals. So I do love animals. You, yeah. Any, you, any you kind were, of attention. You're putting yourself in a vulnerable position. I don't think the rabbit ever peed on me because I never touched the rabbit. Oh, yeah. I had the know? rabbit in my lap. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm going to put this rabbit in my lap. And they were like, get careful. It's going to pee on you. And right. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> It's worth it. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with the cat. I'm sure the cat was just trying to live its cat life. Right. And I was bothering it yeah. because I wanted to play with it. Yeah. So I was picking it up. Right. And it scratched me <laughs> as I deserved. May 16th. I beat KQ5. I went to the bike path with Mom, Annie, and Josie. I might get a bike or a camcorder for my sixth grade graduation. Wow. I ain't toyered. Okay. I should explain. So that last thing I write, I ain't, A-I-N-T, which is, we are all familiar with that. But I I spell Mm -hmm. tired, T-Y-R-D. And this is my attempt Mm -hmm. in the diary to capture the dialect Mm -hmm. of our hometown of Morrisville, Vermont, Yeah, I think. Yes. Would you agree with that? That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. So we grew up in, you know, rural Vermont. Mm -hmm. And there's a certain kind of like Vermont accent. Mm -hmm. This is me trying to write it down, Mm -hmm. capture it. Yeah. I ain't toyered. I think it's pretty good, you know. It's pretty good. I would have... Say, okay, do me a favor. Yeah. Read that last sentence. Okay. I know this is like not not a good experiment because you just heard me read it and we've been talking about it. But yeah, read it out loud Mm -hmm. and, you know, try to throw away your... (laughs) preconceived ideas Mm -hmm. okay i would have done a few things differently okay but i would read this like i ain't tired so you got it right yeah what i would have done differently oh you would have written it differently yeah okay Um, t-o-i-r-e-d i would have started with the i i is more like o-i ain't t-o-i-r-e-d toyard toyard but that's pretty good i mean o-y-y they're the same kind of mouth sound Mm mm-hmm that Vermont dialect, by the way, is dying out. Is it? Yeah, oh, no. I know. What do you mean? Why? They track dialects like that. And, you know, as new populations move in, as, I mean, Vermont's still quite rural, but that's associated with an older generation yeah. of Vermonter. And it still oh. exists, but I think it's on the wane, sadly. That is sad. One of the branches of folklore is dialects. Mm-hmm. So sort of the, the cataloging and recording of different dialects. Because like you're saying, like they die out. Mm-hmm. And then if, if they die out and they haven't been recorded, they are gone. Yeah. Like that is a perfect example of an oral tradition. Mm-hmm. And it's super hard to write down. So yeah. like recordings are very, very helpful. Like anything, it's important for like understanding where we came from. Mm-hmm. How language evolves, different migration patterns. The Vermont dialect is a derivation of 
of Scots Irish. Actually, yeah. it's hard to hear some at first, but there are several points of similarity between the Irish accent and the Vermont accent in some in some ways. Mm-hmm. I went to grad school in in Newfoundland, mm-hmm. and some of the accents in Newfoundland sound very similar to the accents in Vermont. Oh, and really? Because they're from the same, they come from the same place. Wow. Like their history is from a similar region. That's interesting. Some, and I think this is also true of Vermont, some old timers yeah. in Newfoundland have such thick accents that if you're just an American English speaker, you cannot wow. understand what they're saying Yeah, because they're that thick. But like, you know, a Newfoundlander might have a bit of an easier time kind mm-hmm. of kind of sussing it out. I paused during, I probably cut that pause out, but because I wanted to say something about beating KQ5, but then I decided to be kind to myself. Wait, wait, you paused? What do you mean? In, when I was reading the diary, I said I beat KQ5, and I paused because I was going to berate my younger oh, self. Oh, really? But I think that will cut that out because I don't, it's, there's no yeah. There's no reason to. Why are you going to berate? Because who cares? All right, you know what? I am going to berate my younger self. Weekends are precious. <laughs> this kid hates going to school. He hates homework. Uh-huh. He has a weekend all to himself. Yeah. You know, he hangs out with you. He goes to the bike path and he spends who knows how many hours beating a video game he already beat. Yeah, but it brings you joy. I like, guess, but like there's so many other things to do. There's so much more in the world to experience. I know, but you undercut, you're right. your, you're, it's comfortable. You, you undercut yourself you in other ways. You, you know might what? It's like well... rereading a book that you love. Right. I mean, I know, you know, it's not a challenge, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed the story. You're yeah. right. I am being, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to my younger self. Mm-hmm. It is fine that I did that. <laughs> it is fine. <laughs> it's fine and it's even good. <laughs> May 17th. I watched Dave eat a wormy. <laughs> Who's Dave? I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Who is Dave? <laughs> Who is Dave? Why is he eating wormies in front of me? Dave was my chameleon. Dave was my chameleon that I named after Super Dave. I didn't know uh, you cared for Super Dave in the same way that I did, apparently. Well, I think I think my, my care for Super Dave was about as brief as my pet Dave's lifespan. <laughs> I mean, did, did Dave not uh, last very long? No, it was terrible. I mean, I, I don't I don't remember exactly how long he, he lived, but I think he only lived for like a matter of, you know, a couple weeks or something. And the truth is, is, God, you know, I didn't care when he died. <laughs> he was, I mean, having a lizard as a pet is stupid. I mean, they can't... <laughs> They can't do any, like the most exciting it gets is when they eat something, which yeah. lasts approximately three seconds. <laughs> and I mean, it's not really that entertaining. There's like very little interaction you can have. Yeah. Anyway, so I had Dave for a few weeks and then he died. And <laughs> I mean, I say now that I didn't care, but I think probably the truth of it is that that is a coping mechanism and a defense that I developed after the fact that I have carried with me um, because he was my first pet and I immediately killed him. I think it probably left me with this feeling of I'm not a good caretaker of other animals, which Mm -hmm. has proven to be true up until the present day with my son. (laughs) (laughs) You're being hard on yourself. He's doing... Still around. I, I feed, you know, I feed Cassidy wormies on the daily. Yeah, fun to watch. <laughs> I make sure that his heat rock is nice and warm, <laughs> and I keep him in his uh, his cage, the terrarium. So, yeah, terrarium. <laughs> 
Um, he's a fine, well-adjusted boy. He's extremely well-adjusted, but that's because of his brilliant mother, not because uh, of me. Yeah. Right. So that's who Dave is. Okay. I, I don't remember Dave. I, I mean, but, I, I barely remember Dave myself. Yeah. But the Wormies, I remember. There was, um, like, mealworms. Oh. Bodie is funny. <laughs> Josie had a baseball game. He won. Oh, good. Shoot. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I know. I take pleasure in his failures, and I am like, annoyed <laughs> yeah. by his success. <laughs> I was going to say that's so juvenile, but that is precisely what you were. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the phone. How is Josie winning at a baseball game if he just failed to get on the team a few weeks ago? This might clarify things, actually. There was, like, T-ball... Oh, and then there was little league, and it was a matter yeah. of like whether or not you moved up to little league or stayed on the t-ball team. Oh, so I think Cassidy, I think Cassidy's trying to get in the room. Cassidy, oh, let him oh. in. Oh, let hello. Him in. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some toast. What's on the toast? Guacamole. I'm talking to Uncle G. Do you want to talk to Uncle G? Hi. You tell him what you're doing, Cass. I have toast. Wow, that's very cool. What's in the toast? You want me to? You want me to eat that piece? Oh, I'll eat that piece. Send that piece over this way. Push it into the phone. Good. No, don't do that. He's rubbing it on the phone. Thank you. Cassidy, you want to say bye to Auntie Bye, bye, Auntie. Bye, Cassidy. Yeah, he sounds like he's turning out just fine. You're not bad at this. <laughs> I had TKD. Dave is Wrigley. So is Bodie. <laughs> it's just funny tracking your thoughts, your thought process through this. You talk, get, talk more about that. Yeah, you go from Dave to Josie to Dave. You know, it's Dave it's, to Bodie to Josie to Taekwondo to Dave to Bodie. I guess it's very stream of consciousness. I mean, but also like that's my life. Yeah. My right. life is these little pets. Mm-hmm. It's going to Taekwondo. It's, it's having emotions about my brother. But and... I mean more like the organizing principle of the oh, entry yeah, itself. Oh, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, you know. That might be a factor of me kind of just casting about about what to write about. Right, yeah. And kind of writing. I went to TKD. Yeah. And then like, I'm like, well, that's, that's about all I got to say. I need to. What, that... what can I write now? You know, each of these entries, it's a five-year diary. So each of these entries are four lines long. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, every line, it's the space is filled exactly. Yeah, that's true. So I am not writing. I'm writing to fill the space. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not like, that is the first, my first responsibility right. as a diary keeper. That's it's, true. Yeah. You know, because there have been those days where you start off saying nothing happened today, but you, then you proceed to fill yeah, the fill yeah, the space. So yeah. you feel this obligation to fill the space you have. Sense of duty. I guess that's my assumption. It could be that. No, I think it's maybe too kind to say that I had more to say, and I just you know I had to choose the best nuggets. It's clearly <laughs> yeah. not what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I really think I was just like, got four lines to fill. Here we go. Yeah. You know, and then just write until they're filled. <laughs> yeah. Lock it up, put it away for the next day. <laughs> May 18th. I am really pissed off. Oh, no. I don't know why. No. Today was Maple Leaf. I worked at Brooks. Oh. Who cares? Oh. I'm mad. 
You are stupid. Dumb diary. <laughs> you were really pissed off. Yeah. Do you think it was Brooks? What is going on with me this week? Do you week? think being a working stiff? <laughs> <laughs> I got my first taste of what the rest of my life would be like, and I didn't like it. I mean, it's possible. Let's talk about Maple Leaf. Yeah. So I worked at Brooks. Mm-hmm. Brooks was a uh, drugstore in our town. Mm-hmm. You know, it had magazines. It had all the things a drugstore has. Mm-hmm. Medicine, a pharmacy, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And what do I remember about it? <sighs> Not much, to be honest. Really? I, I mean, I, I think there was some stocking involved. Yeah. I think I had to, like, you know, put things away mm-hmm. on the shelves. Mm-hmm. To be honest, that's really all I remember. Do you remember me talking about Brooks at all? I remember you going to Brooks, and I remember being envious of you going to Brooks. Why? Um, Because it was cooler than what I was doing. Where did you go? I went to the hospital, Copley Hospital. Where my mom worked. Did you see my mom? I may have seen your mom. Hmm. Mom, if you saw Tori 25 years ago last week, bumbling about Copley Hospital. (laughs) With my scrubs on. Please call the tip line at 1-802-851. Nine five seven eight. If anybody remembers Tori or me doing a piss poor job <laughs> at Brooks or the hospital for one day twenty five years ago, would love to hear. From Hold you. on, though, I am nearly positive that it was a three day affair. So you say that, yeah. But according to this diary, now mm-hmm. I don't usually trust the diary over you, right? Because you do have a fantastic memory. Mm-hmm. But if it was three days. I only wrote about it this one day. Mm-hmm. Only- and I say today was Maple Leaf. I know. And I think if Maple Leaf was three days, I wouldn't phrase it that way. Yeah. They're not going to send children away from their schoolwork for three full days in but, a row. I mean, it's a, the thought is that it's also a learning experience. You're not yeah, like- I guess one day you don't really get kind of the the deadening drudgery of having a, having a nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I implore people who also participated in project maple leaf to to call in let us know if you remember if it was one or three days tell me more about the hospital we were told to pick our top three choices i didn't get my foreman on time and i was stuck at the hospital (laughs) which sounds like interesting you know there was a hospital i mean you weren't doing surgery (laughs) the last day (laughs) i get to do it surgery. (laughs) yeah i mean we weren't allowed in any of the patient area interesting parts of the hospital we weren't obviously allowed in the er we weren't allowed in the or so we What's toured the like the cafeteria and oh. the but uh, you were supposed to work what were you doing for work we didn't do anything resembling work and i remember hearing for example you stock shelves yeah matt worked at tomlinson's which was like a mm-hmm. like a deli in mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. he made sandwiches also magazines at tomlinson's um I remember some classmates worked at some of the local restaurants and they mm-hmm. like bust. So like people were like getting into it. Yeah. Those of us who went to Copley, like we were given a tour. I mean. But we didn't do anything that resembled actual work. It is a hospital. I know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to have 11 and 12 year old kids no. do at the hospital? Nothing. Walk <laughs> yeah. around the cafeteria, I guess. Yeah. You did have a tendency to imagine that whatever Matt and I were doing together was just worlds beyond any, right. any fun that you might be having. Yeah. So it's possible that you were doing the same thing with Maple yeah. Leaf. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, we were all just working at a store in town, yeah. except for the people who were at the airport who got to fly in a glider. <laughs> yeah. you know, that was something to be jealous of. <laughs> I'm in a terrible mood today. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's from Maple Leaf or yeah. what, but I'm really pissed off. I claim to not know why. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. Who, who cares? I'm mad. 
you are stupid dumb diary mm-hmm. i'm mad at the diary mm-hmm. i think that's just misplaced anger i think yeah. i'm just mad about maybe something else yeah you were gonna be mad at whatever's in front of you i can't imagine what it is this is probably just you know the continuing kind of turbulence mm-hmm. of of an adolescence yeah you know feelings yeah may 19th i am tired everything sucks <laughs> Beavis and Butthead are... So, we're going to do something we haven't done yet in this podcast. We're going to skip some days. Now, something happens in these next two days that, honestly, deserves more than I feel we can give in our current format. So, we're going to hold off for now. Hopefully, sometime down the road, we'll be able to come back to these two days. I hope we do. But, for now... On to May 21st. I am happy. <laughs> Tori is sleeping over. Oh. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. We got a sex channel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no wonder I'm happy. <laughs> we fixed the TV <laughs> so we could see Cinemax. <laughs> okay. All right. We made a concoction. Oh, See boy. now you were worried about the fun sleepovers that Matt and I were yeah, having. This was, this Here we was, go. This was a huge really sleepover. really made up for it. Tell me what you remember of this. Um, <laughs> we got a sex channel. I'm surprised. I'm mm-hmm. recording such things in I my know. diary. Yeah, me too. Do you think this was the first time we ever got us? How did we get a sex channel? You know, so Cinemax was scrambled. They used to call it scrambled yeah. Cinemax. Which we is, called it Skinemax because there were a lot of softcore movies on uh, after a certain, night, yeah. certain hour it was the time of tvs with dials right physical dials so you could kind of adjust mm-hmm. um antennas yeah antenna you could there were things you could adjust yeah to change the quality of the signal that was coming right in. so the channel was there yeah it was just fuzzed over it wasn't perfect the reception yeah, was i think saying we got a sex channel is probably a little like yeah we got it in that we could make out what was going on right we didn't, it didn't need to be perfect i love i love that i my conception of cinemax was that it was a sex a channel. sex channel and it wasn't a sex channel well it there were naked had, people so yeah you know yeah that's at, when you're 12 that <laughs> that's means sex i guess you know oh. i remember the movie that we watched emmanuel six that's right <laughs> i mean i'll never forget yeah i yeah. guess i mean this must have been our first extended exposure to video yeah. of a, a naked woman. Mm-hmm. I think so. What was the plot of Emmanuel Six? I mean, I, I don't think there was much of think one. It was, yeah, I think it was pretty plotless. I mean, this was not softcore porn. No, it wasn't. It was a step below. There it might have been rated of, NC-17. I think, think it probably yeah. was. I think it was. There was a lot of nudity, but not not the actual act. Was this the fifth Emmanuel sequel? I was going to say, was it, I think it is. I think there yeah. were five Emmanuels that preceded this. Oh. I mean, there's no way we could have understood what was going on without no. having seen the previous Emmanuel's. No. <laughs> I think the video came in pretty well. Gosh. I think the audio was pretty bad, but that didn't... That's what the, we're not, not concerned we are not, with that. Can't follow the plot. So did we have a TV in my room? Yeah. This is at my dad's house. Yeah, this we is had dad's a TV apartment. in my room. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I mean, God, this is, this is a formative moment yeah. in a young man's life. Yeah. I, you know, I'm so happy we got to share it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What were we doing? Were we talking about it? Were we just like looking agog? I think we were looking agog. Being like, did you see that? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. 
it really like shaped my idea of what <laughs> what was what you know oh my god because yeah i mean like you said it was our first exposure to yeah. this sort of thing yeah the fact that i called that up i wasn't sure that's what it was but yeah. i know that i watched that at some point and <laughs> yeah. i remember like the sort of the breathless kind <laughs> of just yeah just like sitting there on the floor or on the bunk bed and just like staring at the tv and not believing what i was seeing <laughs> this like this boon that had been granted to us yeah i know <laughs> it was a gift god and we were still young this we is were. We were 12 and 11 mm-hmm. and what and there were like maybe a couple dozen chant networks mm-hmm. total mm-hmm. and one of them was this like forbidden fruit <laughs> yeah. that we'd somehow through our ingenuity managed to you know get a taste of it was scrambled because you weren't paying for it yeah it's interesting that we could even get a reception at all you know this was 90s era technology yeah i mean it was it was there mm-hmm. perhaps it was like a preview mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it was sort of like if you like just as you... you flip by you're <laughs> right. like oh i think i saw a boob <laughs> yeah i might want this channel <laughs> And you'd call up the cable company, I guess, and be like, Can you unscramble? Give me Cinemax. Cinemax. <laughs> I'd like to purchase Channel 18, please. <laughs> this was a unique era mm-hmm. in, you know, prepubescent boys' right. attempts to figure out what sex was. Mm-hmm. Today, 25 years later, the idea of looking at a scrambled boob oh, I know. on your, like, old TV. Yeah. It's like prehistoric oh it is it's positively prehistoric yeah like kids today i don't like to say this but kids today have it real easy <laughs> <laughs> compared to what we had to go through i think we talked about this the episode when matt was on you know we talked about finding like playboys in the woods or whatever right there's nothing like this today you no. you have access to the internet and you can see an entire world an endless world mm-hmm. Of naked people and so much more. Oh, this was the era when people would bring a an X-rated videotape yeah, to, to school, school and, and it would pass, get passed pass around. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like legendary. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I'm trying to buy a plane ticket to California and I can't do it because I have decision fatigue. Right. Imagine oh, being a child learning about sexuality and mm-hmm. having the internet. Mm-hmm. Where would you even start? Mm-hmm. I guess you'd type boobs in. I mean, I'm not suggesting that a manual six is the healthiest place to learn about sex yeah Yeah. it's not but but i um as instructive as it was for us but i think the thought of what is at kids those age fingertips i sound like an old fogey i know know, i mean well that's i mean unfortunately that's where we are right now like it is there has been a galactic level shift Mm -hmm. in what is possible in terms of the acquiring of pornography since we were children Mm mm-hmm yeah, I can't even, it's it's almost, I mean, I do feel like a different generation because I can't even imagine what it would be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are, d- decidedly. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Listeners, if you have any stories like this about your successful unscrambling of a, of a sex channel <laughs> from your youth, I would love to actually hear from people, you know, people 25 years older yeah. than us yeah. about what they had to do mm-hmm. back in their day <laughs> right. to get this kind of quality entertainment. <laughs> Call in the tip line and share your tales with us. Yeah. 802-851-9578. If you are Emmanuel, or if you were involved in the production of Emmanuel 6, or any of the Emmanuel, any of the Emmanuel films, Emmanuel. Yeah. also we'd love love to hear from you. Yeah. And, you know, just, just thank you. I wonder if there was an Emmanuel 7. So that's it. That's it for the week. Goodness, very eventful week yeah. in the can. I only have one more question. Yeah. What was the concoction? First of all, I mean, that's not a word you hear a lot. 
what concoction yeah, yeah. i think my usage of it here is it to me if i'm i don't remember this concoction mm-hmm. but a concoction is a a bunch of ingredients mixed yeah. together yeah little jed doesn't always get it right but in this case i think you perfectly described <laughs> what we created we basically threw if not everything in your fridge certainly a lot of things <laughs> what together Things that like this was a wild sleepover didn't belong together from milk to ketchup, peanut butter, tomatoes, peanut butter, butter, coffee grounds. Yeah, gross. It was stuff that was edible, stuff that was not quite edible, Uh stuff that didn't belong together. We mixed it up. We did we blend it or did we just? Yeah, we blended it. Okay, we topped it with shaving cream. (laughs) Why? And we gave it to your poor dad. He took a big bite of the, like the the shaving cream, but I don't know if he was just being a great sport and like humoring us, knowing what we'd been up to, yeah. or if he really was taken by surprise. Because yeah. he took it and then he was like, "Oh, gross!" and he like spit it out. But yeah. he was like a good sport about he it. He did not drink the concoction. He just I don't think he actually got to the yeah, concoction. We really we whiffed it by putting the, the shaving cream on top. <laughs> I know. You know, we really wasted all that work. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? I think I do. This is another example of me not not having direct access to this memory in my day-to-day life mm-hmm. but from reading it in the diary and from your description mm-hmm. i mean i suggested peanut butter i don't know that's probably something anybody could that doesn't prove i've got yeah. the memory but there's something there. oh god i mean yeah i can't be sure that this is not just a memory i've i've built just now yeah but considering i was there mm-hmm. and considering i wrote it down what I'm thinking of now is probably the memory. Yeah. And I do have this memory of the two of us in my dad's kitchen <laughs> yeah. in his apartment, yeah. just putting a bunch of shit in a blender. <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember giving it. I didn't know. And I think it's funny that I didn't record this in the diary, uh-huh. the, the end game mm-hmm. for that concoction. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but I do remember. I think I do remember making this concoction. Boy, that was a real. That was a sleepover. No. <laughs> Oh, see, you can have fun sleepovers too. <laughs> Jeddah Diaries, Jeddah Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.